The Holy Gospel according to Luke chapter 12. Jesus said, Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, and in failing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so... Blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the household has, had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You must also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So I have to be honest with you, when I first read through the gospel lesson earlier this week, I stopped right after the first verse. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is our Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That one verse hit me like a ton of bricks. You see, I believe myself and and many people here uh, today live in this state of fear. We are afraid to keep our jobs. We are afraid to keep our families. We are afraid to keep our lives in a certain good order. We have our own habits and routines. And when things start to change, when things start to to be a little different, it is then that we become afraid. Jesus tells us that it is God's good pleasure to give us not only a good life, but to give us the entire kingdom of God. God wants to give us everything in this world So why should we even be afraid? Well, we are afraid because it is our belief that if we do something and we fail, then that means that we are not worthy. We are not worthy to to see ourselves with value. We are not worthy to see ourselves worth of respect. We do not deserve love. And if we do something and we fail again and again and again, then we may lose everything completely. Let me tell you, that belief is a lie. I know that it's a lie because Jesus tells us it's a lie. Jesus tells us, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid because God loves you. And if we stop there, then that's great. That's fine, right? Okay, Jesus, I will, I will try to not be afraid. No, Jesus, I will not be afraid because I know that God loves me. 
I will take that risk. Whatever you need me to do, Jesus, I will do. Just let me live my life and I will live it in a way that I'm not afraid and I will be okay. But Jesus doesn't stop there. He says, I, not only do I want you to live your life, but I want you to have more. I want you to live your life with abundance. I want to give you everything you want, everything you need in this life. God just doesn't want us to live our life and to be okay. God just isn't sitting around hoping that we will do the right thing. God just isn't waiting for us to toe the line. God wants to give us the entire kingdom to give us all good things. In fact, God says it is God's good pleasure to give us everything. That means God really, really, really wants to do it, right? To give us all the good things. Jesus knows that in doing that changes everything for us. I mean, it's one thing for God to love and care for us, but it's completely different when God says to us, not only do I want the best for you, but I'm willing to give you everything to make sure that happens. Have no fear. And this goes back not only in our lives, but we see that in the first lesson today when God is speaking to Abraham. For his whole life, Abraham wanted to have a son. He and his wife Sarah prayed and prayed and prayed. They begged God for a son. And for 90 years of their life, they had no child. Have no fear, Abraham. You will have a son. God promised the impossible. And God said to Abraham, not only are you going to have a son, Abraham, but you will be the father of many nations. You will be the father of a vast multitude. God told Abraham this. And then another year passed. No child. Two, three, four, five years passed. 10 years passed, 15 years passed, still no child. Abraham and Sarah at this point were over 100 years old. How could there be a child? God promised that there would be a child. They waited for a child. They prayed for a child. But there's no child, no future, no hope. God said, have no fear. Do not worry. I promise you, you will have a child. You will be the father of many nations, Abraham. Look up into the heavens. Count the stars. You can't even do that. That's how many children you are going to have. Abraham looked up at the sky and looked at the stars and couldn't even believe what God was saying. But he had Faith. He had no fear. He believed what God told him. 
Eventually, they did have a child. The fulfillment became true, and you and I are a promise of that fulfillment. We are children of Abraham. That's the promise that God has. That's the fulfillment that God has for you and for me. God says those very things into our lives. Jesus says, do not fear. Do not fear for those things that you pray desperately for, that you want. And God says, yes, I will deliver those to you. They will be fulfilled. They might not be fulfilled right away. They might not be fulfilled in the way that we originally thought, but they will be fulfilled. God does not want us to be consumed by those things. By, and, and God doesn't want us to be taken over by the cares of the world, by the greed or the guilt or th- things that don't bring us the true happiness. God, is, God wants us to enjoy the abundant life that comes from living in an authentic community, in right relationship with God and the people around us. God doesn't want us to miss those moments that we live each and every day. Those moments when we experience generosity. When we experience community. When we experience vulnerability. It's easy to miss those when we focus on the things that we believe bring us life. But what brings us life are not the things that bring us fear. What brings us life is community, is joy, is love. And when we start to experience that, Jesus calls us into action. By promising a future too far wondrous that any of us could really believe. By transforming our present reality, a reality that, as children of God, heirs to the kingdom, and that begins by overcoming the things that, that we are afraid of. I know as a community, it's hard to fully live what God is calling us into. You know, when when we talk as Prince of Peace Lutheran Church, there are certain things that as a community we are afraid of. We, We as a church have been around for a long time. So when we look at things, perhaps things are not where we want them to be. Maybe attendance isn't where we want it to be. Maybe when we look at the budget, it's not where we want it to be. Where God is, is within this community. And I don't necessarily think that we have an ever-changing God. God remains constant. But what I do believe happens is the more that we get to know God, the more that we invite God into our community and the things that we do in this ministry, our perception, our view of God changes. 
God is multidimensional and we see a different side of God. You know, we have been around as a community of faith for more than 50 years. And there are some things that have remained the same over that time. But there are many things that have changed. But as a church, for us to see a future together, we need to learn to dream together. We need to talk with one another and discern how God, what God is calling us to do. We need to look together as a community and to think together, how is God calling us to live out our faith as Prince of Peace Lutheran Church? For example, we have our blood drive coming up on August 29th. This is the third time this year in, in the calendar year or, or the last year that we have a blood drive. So we bring up the Red Cross blood drive truck. And every time that someone drives by our church on Chamberlain Highway, they see the blood drive truck in our parking lot. They know that because the blood drive truck is here, that we are an active church, that things are going on here. People, before they go on the truck, come into our narthex. They sit down. They are greeted by people. We sit down and talk with them. We introduce them to our church. We have friendly conversation. We give them snacks. For some of you who have participated in that, you have seen that, you have experienced that. You sit there and, and we, we talk about all the wonderful things that are happening at our church. You, you, you give blood and, and you want to share what is happening with your friends and family. But then there are some of you who are sitting there and thinking, blood drive, right? Does that mean that there are needles involved? I really don't want to do that. Or maybe I, I don't want to give blood or I can't give blood for a particular reason. Well, I don't think that, that, that we, you know, that it's going to happen. Or maybe that you're working or, you know, you're not able to participate in that for some particular reason. Well, then there's September 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, however long the Berlin Fair is. We're, we're not going to be there selling pierogies. Many of you are probably thankful for that. But instead, we're going to have a table. And at this table, we're going to have these tote bags for grocery shopping. You know, the ones that they take away, you know, we have to bring to the store now and for grocery shopping. We're going to have those filled with goodies at, at our table. And we're going to give those away to people who come by to learn more about our church. This is a great opportunity for us to be involved with members of our community. We can tell them all about all the wonderful things that our church is doing that we have been doing this past year from hosting, you know, family promise at our church and that we're going to be doing that again later this year to the spring fair that we had to the Christmas concert and the Pentecost concert. The fact that we're offering music lessons here at the church, we can show our generosity as a church and the abundance that we feel because of the great God that we have. People will hear that and maybe they'll want to learn more. But then that fear starts to set in, right? Well, Pastor Joe, I'm not sure how comfortable I am in talking with other people one-on-one -on -one for a long time. Well, Pastor Joe, I'm busy and I'm not sure how much time I'm going to have to really help out at the Berlin Fair. Well, Pastor Joe, is really participating in the Berlin Fair really going to help us as a church? That fear, is, is that, that's what's talking. 
that doubt, the limiting God and what is possible. Well, after the Berlin Fair, one of the things that we're going to be doing is inviting people to come to our outdoor worship on September 22nd. We're going to be worshiping, it's at Veterans, at Veterans Park, right in the center of town, at the gazebo. We're going to have an outdoor worship right in the middle of our community, where we will sing together, we will pray together, we will worship together, in hopes that people will see us really in a bold way, declaring our faith to the community. So people who are walking by, people who are driving by, People will see and say, who are those crazy Christians out there? I'm going, I want to be a part of that, right? So maybe someone will, will come up and say, hey, what are you guys doing? How can I be a part of this? But we might be thinking, well, that sounds okay, but I'm not sure I want to do that. I really like our building. It's comfortable worshiping in our sanctuary, I don't want to worship anywhere besides our sanctuary. How is communion going to work? What are we going to do? You know, is there electricity there? How how is this all going to work? What are we going to do for sound? Like all of these things. Yes, I understand. That's the fear talking. That's the doubt talking. That's the limiting beliefs of what God can make possible talking. Fear grips us. It paralyzes us. It stops us from moving forward as individuals and as a faith community. And when God gives us the abundance, when God gives us life, God gives us everything we need in order to be successful. And there are many, many, many fears. But Jesus comes to us again and again and again and says, do not be afraid For it is God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And it is when we have these fears, these doubts, these questions, that's when we come together as a community of faith and we pray, we support one another, and we leave all of our cares and our fears and our worries at the foot of the cross and Jesus will take them up. All of our sins, all of our doubts, And Jesus will die with them to be resurrected into new life. So what in your life or in the life of the church do you fear right now? What are you able to lay at the foot of the cross today? And as you leave the sanctuary, you will be free from fear free from shame, free from guilt. As you leave the church today, can you leave at the foot of the cross all your fears, and when you leave the church today, you will become a different person, stronger in your faith. Because new life comes to us as God gives us the new kingdom, which includes the promise of God, promise of love and grace and forgiveness, and everlasting life. Amen.